Welcome to Capes and Critiques, where we give our two cents about comic book characters and pop culture. This week, we'll be guessing each other's top five smashable valentines from DC and Marvel Comics. Today, instead of giving you our own list, we're going to be trying to guess each other's list. <laughs> Woo, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm too. So, this I'm is nervous. a train wreck waiting to happen. I mean, the concept is easy, you know, just trying to guess the other person's crush in comics. And since we all we do is really talk about comics, you would think that that would be kind of easy to guess, right? But you no. Would, but you would be completely wrong. We also thought it would be easy to guess when we did this. Like when we came up with the idea, we're like, yeah, we got it. It's only five DC, five Marvel. It's going to be dope. It's not. <laughs> Actually coming up with the list, I'm like, wow, she likes so many people. Like, what? How do condense this into a list? So, we're going to be guessing the other person's top five Valentine, essentially. Crush? Crush? Yeah. Basically, top five for DC and Marvel is what we're sticking to completely. And the other person is just going to say, smash or pass. And then that'll be a... Good job. You you guessed kind of right. Or you're or... a failure. Why do we have this podcast together? You don't know anything, anything about me. It's like, do you even know me? We talk at the same time, but no, we don't know each other. So this is a little different than a lot of the other podcasts that we've done, just because it may not be as informational. We're going to try to help each other out, but let's see where it goes. Yeah, it's more of a, this will this is a fun idea and, and, you know, the theme of Valentine's podcast. So, you know, we're, we're going to try it out. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start for Melissa, my Hello. number five. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is so nerve-wracking. Why is it nerve-wracking? I don't know. Okay. I feel like I'm on a so, game show. I mean, this is, that's kind of how we're formatting this. It's like The Bachelor or Bachelorette. <laughs> But with fictional characters, with fictional characters and really low budget, like really low, low budget. budget. Guys, you should see your setup. Like we should do a sweepstakes for our podcast setup. It's like we reach like, I don't know, something 100 Twitter followers because we have like none. Uh, then you get a picture of our setup. It'll it's it's good, guys. It's worth it. So my number five is, I don't know how you feel about this person, but I know that you really like him. So, oh, it's a him, guys. I I hope for the best. I really don't know how you feel about him, but I had nothing. So Nightcrawler? Yes. Yeah. This is a win. This is a smash for Nightcrawler. For Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner. So Nightcrawler, you probably know him, at least for the most part. He's been in a lot of popular media for X-Men, and he is the son of Mystique and Asriel, and he's this little blue demon-looking dude with yellow eyes. Yellow eyes? Yeah. Yeah, with yellow eyes. And he is a priest? I don't know. Current continuity? I don't think he's a priest anymore. I think he I'm still not sure. is because I just read some solicitations deep into the future that reference him being an actor, <laughs> which, again, I am no, like, complete omnipotent, like, comic authority, but that's something I was never aware of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it's not like Marvel's calling me to ask me <laughs> what yeah. they should do to him, but... So basically, he was shown from his little village because everybody thought he was cursed but he's just a mutant but like most mutant storyline oh my god you're a mutant shuns you from society so that's basically nightcrawler's deal but he eventually becomes a priest for a really long time devote catholic and he has teleportation powers and he's pretty dope yep he's, and he's that's dope. my informational 
night uh, nightwing Woo! nightcrawler tidbit there for you guys <laughs> bitty bitty <laughs> okay and woohoo it is a win yeah i got Woo! one right yay okay in the same vein <laughs> i feel as if this could be a win But I am prepared for a failure. A mood. Okay, so we all know how we feel about Cree genetics. Yes. (laughs) Captain Marvel. Smash. (laughs) Win! (laughs) So for anyone, the complicated nature of Captain Marvel, we have a movie coming out with Brie Larson playing um, Captain Marvel, but which is a woman. But before that, we had a Kree soldier impersonating a human on Earth who was Captain Marvel, which is a miscommunication because his name is Marvell, M-A-R-V-E-L-L. So he just became known as Captain Marvel. And so then when our now Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, takes over the mantle, she just takes over the name because that's how we know. Yeah. So it's the American tradition of not understanding people from other cultures. So. <laughs> but yes, Captain Marvel, I love him. So, woo! Yay! Good so far! <laughs> and like Jude Law's Captain Marvel, also a smash. Let me just tell you that. Yeah, if, if we were doing actors, this would be so much easier. But we figured, no, that's going too far. So, here we are. All right, so. Moving on with our list. So this one, I kind of like, I feel like he would be a low tier smash, but a smash nonetheless for you. (laughs) So I'm going with Sunspot. Sunspot. Okay. I love him, but it's not a smash. Damn! (laughs) I love Sunspot. I love him. I really do. I think he is a very interesting and multifaceted character, but he's 15. (laughs) No, he owns a, comp- a corporation. <laughs> he eventually okay, but he's a teenager when everything starts when you off. Meet him. Yeah, oh. so he's lame. Like, lame. Yeah, damn. He's a mastermind though. He he is. is he a is. Babe. Well, he was really pretty in this one picture I googled of him, so I figured. Anyway, that was my try. Sunspot. His name's Roberto da Costa. He's Brazilian. He's a mutant. He can absorb and channel solar power. Yeah. So he and starts- that's all I got. Yeah, and he's able to send it back out um in a way and his character starts off i feel like at some point i rambled on about some new mutants and some sunspot but um his parents were essentially doing some shady ass crap (laughs) um and like his dad is affiliated with like the hellfire club and all that nonsense so he does end up working for i want to say it's like some sort of it's like some variation of Ace. Like, everyone knows that Marvel's, like, supervillains are these giant corporations. Yeah. So, no, he works for AIM. A-I-M. AIM, yeah. AIM. And so then he ends up being, like, a pseudo-villain anti-hero trying to distance himself from his father, but also using those connections to be able to propel, like, mutants forward. But total babe. Just, like, just, apparently, like, someone I want my daughter to date. <laughs> and not babe enough. Someone I want my okay, daughter okay. to date. Whatever, I have no kids. What, I will take, I will take my pass. Okay, okay. My number four <laughs> might also be a pass. I don't know. Okay, because I don't, I'm scared. <laughs> I put You're him in. You're such a chicken. I am. <laughs> you prepare for the worst, be excited for the best. I guess. <laughs> Bobby. Oh, yeah, that's a pass. Damn. Like, I, I love Bobby. I, I love like, him. He's a babe, but then I was like, he's gay. So Correct. <laughs> No, I mean, no, yeah, he's a he's a pass, but I was just thinking like in the vein of like, are any other like gay characters would that be a smash? But that's another thought for another day. Yeah. <laughs> so physique but, wise, but Bobby, physique wise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because 
Because Bobby, I guess same vein as Sunspot. Like, he's my bab, not my yeah. babe. Damn. My bab, not he's my babe. Interesting. So, fours were a failure. Fours so, were a failure. Ta- okay, we have not elaborated at all on what Bobby means. <laughs> what bobby means elaborate so, to the people well, bobby is a mutant <laughs> and he's known better known as iceman and he's part of the x-men and Woo. and again also been part of popular media for a while um he most recently had a five issue mini series which was pretty good and he's just a little a little bad he was not revealed to be gay until way 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 later he had prominent relationships with female characters like kitty was it gay um, in the X-Men movies, it he was, was with Rogue. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, but, like, in the I don't, comics, yeah, he was Yeah, in the comics, I'm not sure. And so... So that's he, how not gay, like, Marvel was with him. They're like, yeah, yeah let's shove him with, with Yeah, women. he was with, with, like, a couple female characters in Marvel for a while. And, yeah, he's just a really good, complex character. And I love him, but not like that. He's chiseled. He's very chiseled, <laughs> especially when he's ice. <laughs> Can completely turn to ice and also um, project ice. And yeah, that's Bobby. Well, teeny, teeny, itty, itty, teeny, weeny nugget on Bobby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my God. That's my number turn again. three. Okay. <laughs> so, my number three for you, Winter Soldier Bucky. Elaborate. Oh my God. Elaborate. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean elaborate? Whatever version could be a smash is what I'm trying to put out here. <laughs> Oh my god, this is like the biggest conflict I've had in my entire life as a young adult. I'm gonna lean towards if I did not know he was a child soldier. Yeah, yeah, it is a smash. It is 100% a smash if I can forget that he is a child soldier (laughs) and has relations with Captain America, any sort of relations towards Captain America. So, MCU, him? Was that the answer? (laughs) How the MCU faints Bucky? Yes, but comic Bucky. Like is still like a total plus. Like when he's with Nat, I can't compare to when Nat, obviously. But yeah, James Buchanan Barnes yeah. is the Winter Soldier who started off as Captain America's sidekick because he walked in on Captain America getting dressed, undressed, basically going from Steve Rogers to Captain America. And then since then, he was trained by Captain America himself. Then he almost died. Everyone thought he was dead. But instead, Hydra was just manipulating him, putting things in his brain, and using him as an assassin until he was able to break through the brainwashing. And that's who we have today, James Buchanan Barnes, that's the like, Winter Soldier. That's the most condensed version of Bucky's <laughs> story ever. I he's think been about around James like, Buchanan Barnes a lot. Yeah, he's been around for a gajillion years. But yeah, in a nutshell, <laughs> that's his life. <laughs> yeah, and he currently has an ongoing series that I'm so upset costs four ninety nine. <laughs> But I'm buying it. I'm here. He's had really great runs. So I definitely recommend like the Winter Soldier runs. They're just like obviously like grittier than like Captain America may be in some runs. And I think in just knowing he wants new Captain America, you can definitely jump into Bucky's stuff because he's just trying to be his own man. Correct. Correct. With yeah. Hydra here and there. Yay. <laughs> I don't know about my number three either. I mean, that's it. Bro, when you're like, explain for Bucky, I was like, it's over. <laughs> I thought I had it. The only reason he's on my list, well, other than the obvious that you love him, was we were playing FMK, and he was, <laughs> and he was your F, and I was like, what's going to happen? <laughs> what did I kill? <laughs> I don't remember. Guys, don't remember. we play a lot of, we, we um, road trip a lot together, so we need to fill up the time. Yeah. So a lot. We play a lot of weird games. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> Guessing games. Yeah. So, okay. 
My number three is also a 50-50. Mystique? Oh, smash. Woo! <laughs> I just didn't know if she was like, I don't know, too like idolized to smash. I mean, if she was <laughs> by you. <laughs> but like, go there. like, she's beautiful. Yeah. Like, I love Mystique. Y'all have heard me praise Mystique a bunch of times already, so you know. Mystique, mutant, can turn into different people. Can take on the appearance of anybody and their vocal patterns, their fingerprints, literally. DNA. Retinal. Yeah, down to the retina, like completely copy a person either slightly bigger or smaller than her though those obviously are harder for her she's blue that's why her son is blue no one really knows like how long she can live she just has been around for literally oh ever like a yeah really long i know time. it's been thought like just like theorized just since she's able to constantly like manipulate her cells it's probably just very advanced cellular regeneration yeah exactly so that's it. like since they're in a constant state of regeneration she's just kind Mystique of been young could- forever cure humanity of all its plagues i mean probably if they all didn't hate if her, they all didn't, which hate didn't her. make her hate them so <laughs> if they didn't hate her she could probably save you because <laughs> she hates them <laughs> let me tell you and she's most often seen with magneto and like the rest of the quote-unquote bad mutants or villain mutants um she's had her own organizations like the brotherhood of evil mutants and so on and so forth and she's been in charge of her own thing she's rogue's foster mother well portrayed as such in continuity and she's just a badass bitch (laughs) babe and a complete and total babe and if if she wouldn't kill me smash (laughs) (laughs) okay let's get to your numero dos for me this is so stressful okay okay. i think my number two for you is more for me i think oh my god (laughs) okay so rogue that's my number two. <laughs> okay. no. There is no way I could pass on Rogue. She wants nothing to do with me because I am not a man, but I could. No human being should ever pass on Rogue. Woo-hoo! And Marie, you can't. You can't do it. I mean, she's going to kill me <laughs> because she touches me yeah, and correct. I will die. Correct. But correct. in the same gambit vein, when in Antarctica. <laughs> When hard powers are neutralized and I'm freezing to death because I have no mutant abilities. <laughs> then then. Then then. <laughs> For warmth is what they said. <laughs> but sex is what they ended up having. So it's Rogue. Fun. So we just talked about her foster mom. Yes. So we've gone into Rogue quite a bit just because I love her. She's one of the first Marvel characters like through X-Men that I was really introduced to. And it's just she's a gorgeous character. Like I stare at her statue in my room like <laughs> nightly guys. So um, yeah, she's a mutant. Her main ability is not only to be able to like kind of like suck life force, but it's also able to take on the mutant's abilities that she touches. So that's how she has started off like as a character she's not able to fly like as, as a child and all that stuff or have a lot of the abilities that she does have but over time in kind of going into like a symbiosis state with other characters has really taken in a lot of the abilities that she presents with today so she's just a badass a little moody but she's a badass <laughs> I'd be moody too if I couldn't hug people. Yeah, it like literally cannot touch another <laughs> human being for fear of killing them. So, yeah, so that's I, a little rough there. I too would be moody if I couldn't <laughs> hug my mom. Like, let's be real. Okay, so my number two for you might not be a pass. Colossus. Oh. <laughs> I love, let me preface this. I love Colossus. I love him. It's a pass. 
but not like that. <laughs> He's such a babe. I can't say his name. He is. Oh, okay, yeah. You, I. <laughs> Good luck. Before this session, I was like, oh, you, oh, I don't know how to say someone's name. So I am sorry, Russia. But it's Piotr? 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 So he goes by Peter. <laughs> but his middle name is Nikolaevich. And then his last name is Rasputin, which we all know. Yeah. Is it Piotr or Piotr? Let me see how it's filmed. <laughs> um, she's laughing because my phone is cracked to hell and back. <laughs> so I'm like reading it between the little cracks. It lo- <laughs> Piotr? P-I-O-T-R. Piotr? <laughs> That's my best we guess. Embarrass, we just embarrassed ourselves. Um, Peter. Good old Peter. <laughs> okay, for everyone not wondering, Colossus is a smash for me, guys. <laughs> like, Colossus in Steel is a smash. No, I love him. But, like, Bobby, he's a bab, not a babe. But he's a babe, but, like... Yeah, so he is a member of, like, the X-Men. The he X-Men, is a yeah. Russian mutant, because mutants exist all over oh. the globe. <laughs> Lest just, we forget. <laughs> he just happens to be of Russian descent, if the name didn't, like, trigger anything. And he can turn into complete steel, and he is a babe, like, pinnacle human perfection. Yeah, he's freaking Also beautiful. chiseled. <laughs> also chiseled. Like Bobby, also chiseled. But especially in steel. Steel form. Yeah, like, all the mutants, though, that can turn into different elements, like actual Physique. marble statues, yeah. but out of whatever element that they can turn into. Okay. Beautiful. Let's get Beautiful. to your number one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't even need to look at my phone. So then my number one guess for you, Gambit. He is definitely a smash, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Gambit. Oh, my God. He just put rogue Gambit in this. Yeah. Do <laughs> one and two. You're like, fuck it. <laughs> like i know she loves them both let's go yeah remy lebeau lebeau i don't know i don't speak french <laughs> curse you other languages he only knows spanish, spanish yes <laughs> yes he is a bayou babe so yeah remy i've also talked about this yeah. man extensively born so. <laughs> much like kurt born thrown away because he was creepy looking <laughs> he yes. a red-eyed baby like Mm, yeah (laughs) he was known as le diable blanc which is just like the white White devil devil. because they thought he was like cursed and he just has like really good luck so that he got used for gambling and into like a guild of thieves and he's just had a very interesting rise into being considered a hero through the x-men yeah so it's a very interesting character to follow because i think with not only his upbringing, but his own moral compass. He has been used by different writers to serve different purposes. Not only just be like an ambiguous character, to be a hero is also to be like romance. So it just depends. And he's a babe. My number one for you. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> Emma Frost. Oh, she's definitely a smash. Like 100% a smash. Which is also another person that can turn into <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> And is sculpted. So apparently that's what I thought the vibe for you was. Yeah, can turn into something yeah. and is sculpted. No, I mean, beautiful. Like, Emma, it, to me, is a thousand percent aesthetic. Like, I like her character, too, but I wouldn't be as attracted to her if she wasn't so freaking pretty. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't care to follow her if she wasn't so freaking pretty. And also with Scott. I love Scott. But, yeah, Emma Frost. You would think she would turn into ice because of her name, but she turns into diamond. Yeah, but we already had ice. <laughs> yeah, and she was in my top villains list. Yes. So I have talked about her before. 
So she can turn into diamonds, but her most formidable power is by far her telepathy. So she's almost as strong as Jean in that sense. Like if Jean didn't have like Phoenix Force and all that stuff, like I feel like they would be not evenly matched because Jean is still definitely more talented in that sense, but she's up there. And yeah, she can turn into diamonds. She was the white queen of the Hellfire Club that we mentioned before. And she too has had interesting development from villain to a uh, hero because now with the X-Men, I don't know where she stands right now. Don't in terms quote of me, X-Men Black? Yeah. Don't don't quote me on current continuity, but right now I do not think she's a hero, considered a hero anyway. But she was for but you know, very... everybody wants an anti-hero now. Yeah, exactly. So Every, everybody wants. She oscillates back and forth because even when she is a hero, she still kind of has that same thought process that you would expect from an anti-hero more than a hero. Like kind of like some people just kind of deserve to go and that back and forth with her and Scott is actually good for Scott because like you know that ambiguity sometimes is is really fun to play with in the whole team dynamic in general you know like everybody with their own opinions like of what you should do with a certain situation so like the leader's like well I don't know I got a lot to think about now (laughs) and I think definitely that's a lot easier to do with um X-Men because at the end of the day like something that we always talk about is even though when they fight within each other when it comes against humanity X-Men's always band together because they're trying to preserve themselves within a community and society that hates them yeah exactly so that ambiguity is really it is is really prominent in a lot of characters Mm -hmm. in X-Men but more so for characters like Emma who have been villains yeah. before. So that's basically Emma-ish. Uh, <laughs> so do I give my number one now? So now that we've revealed our list, we're going to see if we were close to each other's actual number ones. So You diss my boy hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is Kurt Wagner. Oh my god! <laughs> you, diss, you diss Nightcrawler so nasty like this. Like I, I cannot, didn't, I didn't I cannot believe okay, no, this is I, what you did I, to I did. me. <laughs> I don't not think he's pretty, but I didn't know if you liked him like I like Bobby and Colossus or if you liked him like I know you like Rogue and Gambit. So like, that's why I was like, yeah. I know you love him. I yeah. just didn't know how you love him. He's my main man. But damn, he's your number one. He doesn't one. want anything to do with me because he's the priest, <laughs> but he's my main man. He could be an actor. <laughs> not with that beard. I don't want him. No, thank you. So you were super duper close because he was on the list. I mean, he was on, at least he was on the list. <laughs> I'm going to be super pissed if your number one is Scott. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I couldn't decide on my number one at Cause, all. Because Scott was going to be, my, I'm just putting it, like Scott was going to be my number five, but I only had mutants, so I had to put someone else. Oh, it's just like. My entire list was mutants. I was like, I can't do this. Okay, so my number one guy smashes Scott Summers. I fucking hate this. <laughs> But my number one girl smash is Mystique. Oh my god! (laughs) So you got her, yay! So Scott's the Bay, like the OG Bay. Like when I first got into X Men, X Men being my first superhero um, fandom in general. First comics were all X Men, which is why I hate Jean. Uh, <laughs> it is also why she hates time travel. So she can't <laughs> let anything go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Your first impressions really matter, guys. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I, since I was a kid, like love, love, love Scott Summers in that sense. Anyway. So yeah, he would be my top guy crush. My top Valentine. <laughs> or Mystique, you know, but she'd also kill me. So, you know, there's that. I hate you. <laughs> hey, you got, you got. We both so were it. close. We know each other. Yeah. We really know each other. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So, so now, now to the hard stuff for me, anyway. To DC. Yeah. I I am scared. I drastically overlooked someone. <laughs> I don't like, think so. I don't know. There's I can't one see that I don't know someone. what you wanted. There's one that I don't know what you want to do with this person. But yeah, that's a mood. So go ahead. Oh. I started the other one. You started this okay. one. Okay. 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 My number five <laughs> for you <laughs> is Black Canary. Yes. Smash. <laughs> so Black Canary, which we have also talked about extensively, because yes. these are all characters that my co-host has been in love with for eons, apparently. Yeah, this is true. Um, and Black Canary, her origin has changed a bit here and there. I'm not too familiar a on... Ta- a couple times. Yeah. Like her, uh, the reason for her Canary cried has been retconned like three times three or four times already so you know with that is it still hereditary um this one i think it's some sort of like mutation her mom didn't have but she can pass it along uh i don't know if she can pass it along that i don't know but i think injustice yeah (laughs) i think the current one is that it's just a mutation it's been part of radio it's like something radioactive has also given her powers she was cursed by a wizard it has changed so much and i'm not sure about like her current Mu fifty two rebirth origin story for that. But I just know that she's Dinah, a rock and roll babe. Yeah, she's a rock and roll babe now. She was a street kid, grew up in the streets and then eventually became a singer. That's her current origin, you know, rocker. And then became vigilante. Helps people out. And so her name's Dinah Laurel Lance. That's her mom was Dinah Lance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was changed a lot too a lot of retconning with canary yeah, i feel like but... they just kind of like try to mold her into like a strong character for the time so they yeah. kind of like pick and choose yeah, with her origin and... where she's alternative enough but empowering so they kind yeah. of i mean do what the time demands i don't really like current rocker her <laughs> but i mean to each their own i still i still think she's cool and obviously she's she's beautiful like regardless um, of what era she's from. And at one point, they had to split her and her mom up because it used to be one character, and then they split it into her mom and then her. So Dinah Laurel Lance is current Canary. And yeah, she's beautiful. She's blonde. She didn't always used to be blonde. I knew that. I knew yeah, that. Yeah, it used to be a wig. She used to have short black hair. And the wig was to distract. Yes, to to um, stop people from knowing her identity, much like Batwoman wears yeah. a wig as well. And yeah, right now she's a blonde rockier bombshell, and she is currently with Green Arrow. <laughs> okay. And they were in my top couples. <laughs> so going back to you. So my number five. One, two. Okay, my number five for you is Booster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Booster is a smash. Woohoo! I think his name's Michael Carter. It is. Yeah. It is Michael Carter. And he's from the he, future. Yeah, he is from centuries, like 10 centuries <laughs> from now. He is from the future. And the reason why he is in the 21st century with us is because he stole technology from the future because he believed. So in the future, there are all these like museums dedicated to heroes because this is. Right now, we're living in the era where all these heroes are coming out, so then they're going to be memorialized in the future, right? So Booster lives in that time when they've been memorialized, like Wally West, um, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, all of that. So he steals technology to time travel because he believes that he can make it big as a superhero because that's where the money's at. He's an idiot, and I love him. Spoiler, there is no money. <laughs> there is no money in being a superhero but yeah he just looked at it like since they were so like popularized and yeah, they were yeah, so yeah. beloved by media and especially obviously looking retrospectively yeah exactly so, like kind of like in 
in the past, we always kind of romanticize it anyway. So basically, obviously, the future romanticized here is like, oh, what a great era. Oh, what great people. We all love them. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which Booster is learning because Batman's mean. <laughs> Batman is very mean. But yeah, Booster is definitely a smash. Yay. My number four for you. This is the one that I'm conflicted on. Okay. But I just, I had to throw her in there. Mara? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I can't pass on the Queen of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it for obligation of her country. Do it for you. <laughs> no, I love her and I think she's beautiful. So I would say smash. I mean, I don't often think about it, but like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Victory. <laughs> So Mera, as I said, Queen of Atlantis, currently Queen of Atlantis, um, like like reigning queen, like she is the trident queen. And she is of Zebel origin, which is like a rival tribe to Atlantis. Because, um, you know, like there are multiple tribes underwater, not just the Atlanteans. And she was part of Zebel. Um, and originally she wanted to kill Arthur, but then she fell in love with him. And now they're king and queen and woohoo. And yeah, that's, and she has badass water like manipulation powers, um, and obviously enhanced strength and um, agility, all that good stuff. And she's just really strong and amazing. And I love her. Good job. Two for two. <laughs> all right. Three for three, but no one's going to know that. Oh my God. Okay. So my number four for you is Garth slash Tempest. Yes, that is a smash. There is a. <laughs> Atlantean for Atlantean, Atlantean for Atlantean, um, Atlantisian. <laughs> oh no. my God! If we can fully ignore Aquaman Garth and what he looked like, as I mean, as Aquaboy, uh, if we can ignore that, please. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to see him. <laughs> but Tempest, but, but Tempest, like New Fifty Two Rebirth Tempest is a god amongst men because he is yeah, amongst yeah. men and he is Atlantean. Therefore, he is better and a god. Like, he's just gorgeous. And he has your pretty basic, like, sidekick um, origin story. And then as Tempest, he's he's been able to really work on his own uh, magic and, like, Atlantean magic and, like, water manipulation and stuff like that. And he is a total babe and he has tattoos and why does he have long hair? But it's pretty. Yeah. Um. He was most recently in the Titans run. The Titans uh, yeah. run. Yeah. I was like, it's not Teen Titans. He graduated yeah, from the yeah. Teen Titans. Yeah. He's most. He was most recently in the Titans run, and he had the tiniest little itty bittyest cameo in Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. It's a bitty teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini, and he is a babe, and I just find his interactions and relationships super cute. So that's definitely a smash. Okay. Shout out to my friend Barbie. She helped me with that one. The only thing she helped me with. Thanks, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that is a direct shout out. If she helped you, this is a direct shout out and fuck you to <laughs> <laughs> oh Young Justice Outsiders oh. for drawing him so gorgeous for a scene. Hey, I mean, what there's still that? the rest of it, so what? maybe he'll be in more. He better. Cool. So that, so, so you are also two for two. Woohoo. My number three. I will literally sucker punch you in the face right now if you say pass. <laughs> Catwoman. Oh my God. 
I will sucker punch you in the face. No, I'm sorry, it's a pass for me. Of course, it's a smash. So do I we also have to explain? Catwoman? I don't think you guys need me to tell you how much I love Catwoman for like the fifth time. I talk about her all the time. Like we haven't had that many podcasts, but she's been in a lot of them. So Catwoman. Named after a cat, Batman villain, anti-hero, sometimes hero, helps Selena out Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. Almost married Bruce. Actually married Bruce in Earth 2. I can, like, go on about her, but you know, you know who she is. <laughs> you know who she is. We don't is. need to go there. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my number three for my co-host. All right. Yeah. Go. Yeah, that was an easy one. They have to be easy from here on for me. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> okay. I'm actually deciding the order right now in my head as I'm picking them. So my number three for you is Jason Todd. Jason is a pass. <laughs> I There's a slash. I have Artemis slash Jason. I didn't know who to pick. I didn't know who to pick. And I picked wrong. I don't even know if Artemis would be a smash, but I picked wrong is all that matters. I think if I passed to Rogue, I mean, I think if I smashed to Rogue, I would be doing a disservice to society to pass to Artemis. So Artemis instead, JK. <laughs> oh my god it's just artemis is just the embodiment of coming back from shit and being strong and being wounded but not giving a crap i love her so much she wouldn't care about me but i love her (laughs) (laughs) but jason peter todd is a pass he is a little too emotionally damaged. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, Melissa loves her characters emotionally damaged. Jason, a little too emotionally <laughs> damaged. Like, just a tad. Whoa. Whoa, um, never thought I'd, I'd see the day where she thought ta- somebody was too emotionally He's damaged. too emotionally damaged to try to smash. <laughs> this is a fair statement. That's why I didn't know. I was like... <laughs> staring at my phone like for days i've had artemis slash jason and i could not decide what that meant <laughs> so everybody knows who jason peter todd is if not we have literally had a podcast on yeah, jason go listen, so just to, go that. listen, to, go listen to that we don't need to tell uh, you that really but don't... artemis people yeah don't know about artemis. so artemis it, she is in amazon um she is not necessarily usually connected to wonder woman because wonder woman is from themiscara and um artemis is from bonda mcdoll which is in egypt <laughs> yeah yeah it is <laughs> yeah it is in egypt so while um the Miscarian Amazons, their gods are Greek gods Greek in the Greek pantheon. pantheon. You have um, the Egyptian gods in the Egyptian pantheon for um, Artemis. So she has your basic, and to say basic is like lowballing them, but you know, your basic <laughs> Amazonian traits, like super strong, super resilient, gorgeous, tall, amazing, you know? And she has an axe. And that's what she used to wield around and beat the shit out of people. And she is part of Red Hood and the Outlaws. Depending on what iteration of you of her that you read, her most prominent role has been in the Red Hood and the Outlaws run since 2011. Um, I mean, since 2016 with, with um, Lobdell's writing. But she does have a history of being on Themyscira. Um, she has 
died imperson not impersonating but being like the new wonder woman because wonder woman's mom's a bitch fucking hippopotamus <laughs> <laughs> hippolyta but we can call her hippopotamus when we matter <laughs> i am really like a woman supporting women you know but like when you set up an entire um contest to figure out who is going to be the next strongest because you think your daughter wonder woman and you let her know that she's too weak and useless to be Wonder Woman just so you can save her life. And then you send another girl, another Amazon to go die. You know, that's what happened to um, Wonder Woman. But yeah, now she has the lasso of hope oh. is what I think it is called. It used to it used to belong to a different Amazon that was basically like murdered or like banished oh. or whatever. And so it's basically a, a lasso, but it has like thorns on it. So, it's had multiple names, and it is in the Wonder Woman run, which is why I am not too sure on the details, because I don't read Wonder Woman. But I know enough that um, she recently had a backup, she recently backed up Wonder Woman in continuity, which makes no sense, because she's dead in Red Hood and the Outlaws, per what we know in Red Hood and the Outlaws, or in another dimension. So, it's fun. Go read Artemis. She's yeah. A, she's I a mean, smash. You know, classic continuity in comics <laughs> a comic is dead a uh, comic uh, a character is dead here doing something else here but magically appears in another comic yep but, you know we'll figure it out dc come on all right so yay that's like 0. 0.5 points instead of one because i cheated <laughs> <laughs> cheater 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 pumpkin eater okay my number two. Oh my is... god we're already at number two yeah my oh number my two is starfire Oh, yeah. Smash. <laughs> my God, has this all been girls so far? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yes, Starfire. You know her. Like, you have to know her. I don't know if you love I was going to say you know her. You love her. I don't know if you love her. That's an assumption. <laughs> but I love her. You'd love to look like her? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's to- be real. So In modern beautiful. America, the what we've been presented, we yeah, would love to look like Starfire. everyone would love to look like Star. Orange and all. Might as well. Okay, so Starfire, alien princess, when her sister basically usurped the throne um, and, like, enslaved the rest of the planet, Starfire was also enslaved, and she is able to break free and she runs away to Earth where she meets the Teen Titans and she becomes a Teen Titan and you know the rest is history she's a hero and she was also in the red hood and the outlaws run um 2011 2011 and she was not very hero-like in a lot of the ways um, you can't if you're on a team called outlaw (laughs) yeah uh in a lot of the ways you remember but like you know Everyone has their own deal, and I think that um, Starfire has always kind of been on the fence in that sense. Like, yeah, she's been really sweet and outgoing, but she's also been, I don't want to say cruel, or but kind of apathetic to, this, uh, to certain plights. Like, she definitely believes that some people, like, it's okay to kill some people. And that's why she ends up in the Red Hood and the Outlaws teams. But for the most part, she's usually a hero. Right now, she's in Justice League Odyssey with a cyborg and Jessica Cruz, you know, going into space, fighting uh, certain abnormalities that came up in No Justice. So kind of protecting the Earth still in space while other heroes went back to Earth. Blah, 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 blah. That's a lot of Justice League stuff that I'm, <laughs> that I'm not going to go into. But moral of the story, Alien Princess, she's beautiful. She's orange. Her hair is <laughs> on fire. And she wears really skimpy outfits all the time. <laughs> but she's a smash. But she's a smash. And she's wonderful. Okay. You're number oh two. 
for me. <laughs> okay, so my number two for you is Roy Harper. Which Roy Harper? Oh my god! I'm kidding! <laughs> <laughs> Roy Harper is a smash. Yay! <laughs> Roy Harper is a smash. I was so worried about that. Yes. So, again, in the vein of Red Hood and the Outlaws, he was also a character <laughs> in the who, 2011 run. Who has had um, a close relationship with Jason Todd, the, the Red Hood. But Roy Harper started off as Speedy, as Green Arrow's sidekick, who he basically picked up off the street because that was the era. Yeah, that Picking was. children the, up off the that street. That was the era. Hey, small child, want to be my sidekick? Yeah, so um, Roy has a very tumultuous history, uh, Not depending on kind of like how he is presented, not only in demeanor, but how much they want to play up the fact that he um, is an addict. So it has gone from using heroin to alcohol. Um, so, um, so it kind of like depends who's writing him, how much that is being played up. But that's kind of one of the things he is most memorable, like most well known for as being speedy you know being um green arrow's junkie <laughs> junkie ward <laughs> but um he's really come away from just being green arrow sidekick he doesn't really have posi- a positive relationship with him at all um a lot of things have been tried to work through in the green arrow run but um he's kind of like gone on and done his own stuff free new 52 he didn't have his arm because he got in it with deathstroke um he's had a very back and forth relationship with jade nguyen cheshire and they had a daughter and currently he is mixed up in heroes in crisis because he is no longer on the titans run so um go read heroes in crisis thanks <laughs> Whoa, but I love him. <laughs> but yeah, so like Tom King sends me like a Venmo every time yeah. I draw. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I love Roy Harper. He's a total babe. Yay! <laughs> Small claps. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my number one for oh my you. God. I don't even have to look at it. And I will also sucker punch you in the face and run you over with my car. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say no now. Hal Jordan. Oh my god. A hundred percent. The only man on this list. (laughs) The one man. Um, yeah. Love Hal Jordan. Um Do we also have to explain Hal Jordan? Um I want the okay. Green Lantern. The, the Green Lantern. He is human not, Green Lantern. He is not the first Green Lantern. That's Alan Scott, mm-hmm. <laughs> technically, but the first human intergalactic Green Lantern that is we all know, Hal Jordan. And yeah, like, do I have to explain it? First Green Lantern, first human Green Lantern, and he's just the most reckless person <laughs> on this planet. So he's gone from just being a rookie in the Lantern Corps to eventually leading the... Well, (laughs) I skipped a big part there. So (laughs) rookie. Yeah, when you're a rookie, you work three months and then you lead the entire... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because, like, basically, I went from beginning to current continuity. Um, uh, So in the middle of, you know, rookie to eventual leader of the entire Corps, he kills everybody in the Corps because he gets possessed by the demon Parallax. And we have Parallax Hal because of this. And due to that, you got... You know, birth of Cal Rayner as a Green Lantern. 
he's amazing too. You know, Hal kills everybody. And then he dies and then comes back as the Spectre and then eventually gets brought back to life as Hal Jordan and once again becomes a Green Lantern and eventually becomes a leader of the core. But then everybody realizes as a leader, mm, Hal, you're not so great. You're great when we need the big guns, a lot of muscle, things like that. And he, you know, he also made his own lantern ring when the, the lantern core died because, you know, he's Hal Jordan and he just can I do everything. Willpower, but yeah. let's be fair, it was cracking. <laughs> yeah. <Later on. laughs> It was it was yeah. not a permanent fix. It's like when you put a band-aid on a pool, like or on a water balloon. Well, yeah, eventually when he uh he runs away with like the very like the prototype like gauntlet thing, um, and when the core kind of dies out, and then he eventually makes his own ring and revitalizes his core. And then becomes a leader of the core, and then he's everyone's like, mm, maybe not for you. And now he's just kind of like flying solo in his solo run currently right now. So he has had long ass history in comics. Again, if you don't know him, quick Google will give you his life story, and I just gave you, like, a super summarized version of it. But, yeah, he's just uh, another badass bae, and, like, 1010 recommend Hal Jordan. Also, he's an idiot, but, yes, I love him. Badass bae's for the win. Well, you're having your existential crisis. My number one. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it is. Yeah, my it's number your one. to tell me my number one. Okay, so I know that this is wrong. <laughs> But, How do you know it's wrong? But it's my best guess. Big Barda. That's what <laughs> I got. I'm dead. I'm dead. You literally killed me. You literally killed me. <laughs> well. Barda. Big Barda is the leader. I was, I literally just like passed out on the floor. Yeah, she just threw herself on the floor. I don't know if that's a good sign, if that's a bad sign. Big Barda but... is leader of the female Furies. Wait, is she a <laughs> I, I'm thinking about oh, okay. it. I think I'm scared to smash a new god. I don't think I could take it. But would you, given the opportunity of not dying? I guess I would smash. I'm terrified. Okay. I am terrified and hesitant. <laughs> I got nothing. I was not confident with my DC list at all. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the best I could do. <laughs> So she's a new god. Oh, yeah, she's a new god from Apocalypse. So she is the female, the leader of the female fairies um, for Darkseid, who is the leader of the new gods on Apocalypse. Like, he basically rules it because, you know, tyrant. And she has the capabilities of the new gods, you know, being super strong and, um, and being raised in, like, a torture chamber. She essentially is able to um, have extreme combat prowess. And that's how she's able to lead one of the most terrifying teams in the four worlds. I don't know what the other two worlds are, but. <laughs> but yeah. she's big. She's bad. She's beautiful. Big Barney. Yes. Yes, I do love her. She's She has to be one of my top, like, female characters of all eternity. So now you tell me your number one. So my actual number one. What do they say on The Bachelor's? Like, the one I'm giving the rose to? <laughs> so, the last rose. So my last rose goes to Dick Grayson. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's fucking gross. <laughs> he was never going to be on my list. He's <laughs> never going to write his name down anywhere. Though, how was those? But yeah. You're a liar. <laughs> I feel like 
half the time you don't want to smash dick, but I'll let this slide. Okay, okay, because same as Cyclops, like, OG Bay, you can't, you can't, like, he has to be number one, so. I mean, look, in this, again, the girl number one is is Catwoman, so you got that. <laughs> uh, but my, my rose, my Don't do a romantic rose. list for... Your queer friends who are into both genders are <laughs> non-binary because then there's too many fucking people to fit on the list. There is a lot. Yeah, like, your list is basically all girls, though, which is really funny. But, I mean, it's not wrong. It's not no. a wrong list. But, yeah, Dick Grayson. Y'all should know who that is, Nightwing. Shame on you. How di- <laughs> Shame on you for being like every other female character in a comic book who wants to smash <laughs> Dick Grayson. Okay. If I were a female character in a comic book, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, given his history, everybody knows he's a playboy. He basically gets around. Everybody knows Dick gets around. But um, he's the first Robin, one of the first sidekicks. Yeah, he created. is the first generation of sidekicks. Yeah, he is in the first generation of sidekicks. And then eventually he becomes Nightwing. And then Agent 37. And then Batman. And now we don't know what he is. He doesn't even know who he is. Nope. But, yeah, I'd rather not talk about current continuity. But, yeah, he's Nightwing, and he's great. He's a defender of Blue Haven. He's beautiful, <laughs> and I love him, and I always have. And do I have issues with him? A thousand percent. But, like, how do you not have issues with characters that you love because they're weird and complex? And as most would say, have too many issues. <laughs> He he definitely Dad, too he, many. He definitely he can never be on with having you too like that ever again. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, his parents died, got adopted by Bruce Wayne, has been a vigilante ever since. I don't think that's a very stable lifestyle. So, oh, he was also a cop. But anyway, he's been a lot of things. He has a super long history. He's almost as old as Batman, so you can imagine. And yeah, that's been number one. And Melissa's just looking at her nails. Because you didn't even, you didn't even, like, hint at my number one. You're rude. (laughs) Like, I'm just. I did, I told you I did I'm disbanding the podcast right now. I uh, I just give it to me. I'm ready to feel like an idiot. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready to be, like, slapped in the face. Because I know I should know this, but I don't. The one we should emulate all existence after. Oh my god! (laughs) Kyle (laughs) Rayner. For that dramatic introduction, this is literally what I babble about to myself. <laughs> um, I think my number one would be Kyle Rayner. I had like a mini existential crisis because then I started thinking about Wally. Booster was a very close second for me. Okay, I knew very, Booster was up there. Yeah, which like, you did him dirty by number five okay, again. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> apparently my number fives are way closer than my number ones. But no, with Booster, like I knew that he was uh, for my DC list. I didn't really have an order. Like I just wrote them down as I thought of them. And like I said, I was like, I was picking actually the order of them while I was reading them. I know Booster, yeah. but uh, Kyle. Okay, it's because with Kyle, I thought because you think he's the pinnacle of perfection, like you wouldn't want. No, I, I would I like, know. I would happily dedicate my entire life to him. Okay, but the- I, don't <laughs> I don't know hap- what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I wouldn't dedicate my life to degrees. <laughs> yeah, because you have bad choice in men. <laughs> so I should stick to girls. <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah i i think i just i love kyle rayner so much not only for what he stands for but what 
what he's done and like who he is and just like the type of character that's been created within the Lantern Corps and outside of it for Kyle. I think it's a well-rounded character that not only understands like individuality but sacrifice. So he's a total babe. Acrylic clap. <laughs> Acrylic nail clap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah, I would have never put Kyle on my list because I didn't know. Wally was also probably like my number three. So it Wally was like, also didn't know it what was, to do with him. It, I was tied with Booster and Kyle. I really oh, was. Wow. Yeah, Booster and Kyle were tied. And so like I got pretty upset when you put Booster at <laughs> number five. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Um, but yeah, and then Wally is like up there. Roy is also up there. So these are these were very valid guesses. Yay, Yay, thanks for playing, guys. Woo-hoo, we sort Woo. of kind of more or less know each other. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did you find this interesting or less interesting or more interesting did than our other podcast? Did you something today? Were we, were, did we help someone learn something today? That's, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe in our babbling, you learned something. I hope so. Yeah, um, we just thought it'd be more fun. Following weeks, we are getting... It was definitely way more nerve-wracking than a regular <laughs> list, let me tell you, because I was like, if I get these wrong, like, who am I? <laughs> but, Not um, a good co-host. <laughs> that was great. My guesses were amazing. Uh, but definitely, <laughs> um, in the upcoming weeks, we'll be getting more into um, our structured stuff with hopefully some information for y'all. But let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, hit us up on Gmail, like through email, capesandcritiques at gmail.com, or tweet at us, like give us some followers at capedcritiques, C A P E D critiques, at Twitter. Yeah, we're there. Is that how that works? No, you add us on Twitter, but we're at Twitter. Oh, like, I see. We're on Twitter, actually. Yeah. Again, I still don't know how to use Twitter. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can add us on Twitter because that's where we're on. And yeah, that's about it. We don't have an Instagram. We don't. No, that's too much work already. Yeah. And doing this. Yeah, let us know what you liked. Yeah. Like, Would you, you like smash this? our list? <laughs> All right. Well, who are your top DC crushes? Who would your last rose go to? <laughs> if you had to choose a DC or comic to smash, character, but willing to try, <laughs> <laughs> just you know, hit us up and let us know if you liked this guessing game, or if you prefer our other lists or analyses or anything else you do. And we'll see you next issue.